Welcome back to another episode of the Wood Couture podcast, recording live here at the new Sofitel the Obelix Dubai, a wonderful property. Today we have the pleasure of interviewing the other side of the Bergman Design House, the co-founder and another super creative director, my dear friend, Albin Berglund. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Albin. Thank you. I appreciate it. Fantastic. And for the people that do not know out there, Albin, and huge congratulations because he was nominated Interior Designer of the Year in 2020. Yeah. Right? Thank you. Yeah. So how does it feel to have such a big badge? <laughs> to be honest, still feel very, very humbled. Uh, of course, it was a great, great win for not for myself, but for Bergman as a studio. So very, very proud. It was big names out there. So it was a very good win for the for the studio. Did you celebrate it? It, it was during the COVID period, so we couldn't go out and, and celebrate it as such. But we had a, a small little celebration, a celebration in the office. Intimate, glorious moment. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody, no. yeah. yeah, no, it was, <laughs> it was so unexpected to some extent uh, because there were such a big names and such a beautiful projects competing against us. So one, once we got it, I don't know, it, it was a beautiful surprise. When we were together earlier, you, you actually, your wife introduced a very interesting story about your life. You know, I mean, he's uh, spent 10 years in Spain. Yeah, and, uh, managing uh, you know multiple assets and nightclubs and that you know. I mean, but uh, take me back. When it, when when did you discover I'm an artist? I'm an interior designer. I've done many things in my life. Uh, I come from a photography background, so I was working in in Paris doing fashion photography uh, before I moved to Barcelona. So I moved moved to Barcelona to do documentary photography, and how the roads led me. Somehow I started uh, managing a, a private members club in, in Barcelona. So I did 10 years in Barcelona, um, managing their different nightclubs and stuff. So again, very different aspects to, to design and photography and everything. But then during that period as well, studied interior design and then started working in producing furniture in Barcelona before I went into interior design. So there has been many different branches of things I have done, but we had actually this conversation the other day, and I think everything that you've done in your past, somehow it has led me to this path. Because managing nightclubs in Barcelona, it's very different than design, but you're managing a big team. Now we're managing a big team in Bergman. So it's about com communications, how to deal with people, leading a big team, dealing with clients, all of these things. But all of that uh, that you learn from your past and, and, I don't know, gives the direction of, of the business that we're leading today. When you and Mary decided, you know what, let's set up our own design studio, you know what I mean? Mm. How did you decide the name? Long story short, but it's quite a funny story because me and Marie, we were doing, just as Marie and Albin, we were doing small little freelance works on the side, working in our previous company, like small townhouses in London, and it was just Albin and Marie. And then we started working on this uh, gym, private members uh, boxing club in uh, Marylebone, London. And it was, again, it was Albin and Marie doing this, but then Anthony Joshua stepped in as part owner halfway during the pro uh, process of the, the build. 
and then suddenly all the magazines and everything started writing about it. And then the client calls up and she's like, Albin, Marie, I need a company name for the press. I need a web page. I need everything and I need it now. <laughs> and we were like, oh shit. <laughs> so I, I, we have pictures of me, Marie, sitting up one night discussing and, and doing options of different names and different logos and everything. And everything in one night, we decided Bergman, because I'm Albin Berglund, Marie is Marie Solomon. So we took our last names. And that became Berg, uh, Bergman. So Bergman Interiors, and we did the logo, we registered the company, left our previous business, and from that day we, s we started running uh, Bergman. So you went from sleeping at night uh, to sleepless night, because everybody that starts a new business, you know, is always worried, I mean, when I, the pay and this and that. Yeah. But so how, how did you discuss that with Mary, you know, I mean, how to, you know, keep calm? Well, I think I'm very calm <coughs> by nature. So I, I bring that to the relationship, but it has been definitely, it's been a, a lot of work. It's been hard work. It's been very rewarding. So we're not complaining. It's been very successful. So we're very happy. The team grew quite quickly. Um, from our previous connections, we got a lot of projects into Bowen quite quickly, uh, big projects, both hospitality and residential. So from day one, really, it's, it was quite a, quite a straight on, full on. So you are the good karma of the two. <laughs> the calm, you said. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think we are very different as persons. I am, I am very calm, not very organized, but I kind of like work, work within my square. Marie is kind of like all over the place. And I think this is somehow, this is the beauty of how we are different. Marie has all these amazing ideas and she lives in somehow in a different world. And then she communicates this to me, and then somehow I have to take this cloud of, of creativity and somehow manage to get it down on paper to actually get it into some drawings that contractors can build from. So I think we complement each other very well in very different aspects because we're very different. Through your journey, you know, if you look back, you know, obviously because you have Scandinavian roots, then mm. Uh, France, Spain, I mean, you know, they say in terms of permanence rather than travel. Travel, you've mm. been everywhere. But um, has there been somebody that really inspired you? You know, people you worked with in the past, say, mm, it was a mentor, it was really somebody that really gave me the... I think they're the photographer I worked with in uh, Paris. Tell uh, me a that. So we, it, it, he was a fashion photographer, uh, Jack. Uh, he unfortunately passed away quite young, four years ago. But he was kind of like my, my mentor in uh, life. He taught me a lot about design, about photography, about working hard, because we did work very much, but as well about uh, enjoying life, because we work hard and play hard. And we still very much in Bergman live by this concept, because we work so hard, and the whole team works very hard. But as well, we go out and we celebrate as a team. It's not an Albin and Marie show. There's a whole big team equally important like the two of us. And together we all, like a little family, you know, many hours together daily. And we work night, night and we work hard. We always deliver the deadlines, but then when we've done it, we all go out and celebrate together. What was his best advice? I think that work hard, play hard, because he did the same with me back then. It was not his win or not his success. It was our win and our success. When all the, the photo shoots were done and it was finally out in the magazines, etc. Then we all go out together and we celebrate together. One aspect you didn't like about him? 
maybe back then that we worked too hard. <laughs> now I can appreciate it. Now I, now, now, now I can understand why, because now I'm leading a business as well like he was doing back then. Because it was long nights. We were taking turns sleeping between editing photos and sleeping like two hours and then back up and, and editing photos all night to get it for the delivery because it was pickup. This was back in the day when we were still footing, shooting with the film. So the delivery company coming in the morning to, to get all the films and everything and, and um, yeah, work, lots of work. Has, has your background as a photographer, so you know, um, <coughs> you know undertaking photography in you know, Indonesia, I always see these uh, people who do it, they try yeah. to put a frame in you know, the picture exactly what they look like. Yeah. Do you take that kind of, let's call it, way of taking photographs into your design? I think ab absolutely. I think it's very much about composition. Right. Same like you com when you do that, when you do the frame, how you composition things in this thing. I think you think exactly the same within spaces. So when it comes to spa space planning, for example, right. to, to be able to see it on, on paper, but understand what you actually see in the frame when you walk into the space, in from the entrance or a lobby to a hotel, to turning towards the, the bar or reception or waiting area or whatever it is, to understand the different spaces and how you see the different things from different angles. I think that very much came from my photography background. So you must be obsessed with light. Obsessed with lights, obsessed with space planning as well, maybe because of this, because I really want to understand how, how to see things when you come into spaces. Do you think you see things in a different way than a traditional designer coming from a design background? Probably. Why is that? What, what, what is the differentiation? It, it is just that. I think it's just the years and years and years of doing photography and always working within the frame and making things work from a perspective of how you see things. I think maybe if you just span it places, sorry, if you just plan it from a space planning perspective with the circulation and the dimension of what is the requirements to move freely, etc., etc., it can become quite stiff. But if you wow. somehow can visualize it in a 3D kind of perspective, you see things differently, even when you sketch it on paper. If you did not decide to go into creating, uh, you know, Bergman Design House, what else would you have done? I probably would have gone back to photography. Still like photography a lot. Uh, Marie is always complaining about me, my photograph stuff. <laughs> Once I take of her, <laughs> I never seem to get it right. <laughs> but all the other photography, I, I still uh, enjoy uh, a lot. So in, 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 the, in the world of photography, who is your favorite photographer? These days, it's difficult I think because there is so much out there with the digital world today it's like music like who is your favorite artist I think it's difficult to say one because it's like one song from this one one song from that one that's amazing and on Spotify you hear everything same with photography there's mo so many photographers but you see those pictures or that series or one picture from here one picture from here that is really beautiful and through Instagram or whatever social media you're using you see so much and it's changing so much because of the digital world that everybody is a photographer these days to some extent. 15 years ago there were Helmut Newton, Mario yeah, Testino. That was, that was very much what we were doing back in the days in, in uh, France, in Paris. Wow, fantastic mm. fashion shooting. Yeah. Interesting. Let, let, let's dive into, let's say, um, uh, projects. Mm. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, Marie 
talk to us about incredible amount of project, you know, award-winning, mm -hmm. you know, mean a boxing club, you yeah. know, and uh, which is your favorite of all the project you undertook? Or the, or the mm. favorites, more than one, let's say. Well, currently we're doing uh, quite a few yachts. The yacht industry is something new to me personally, and this I find very interesting. I'm always looking for a new challenge. So when we last year somehow stepped into the yacht industry, and, and again quite quickly we got three projects. So we're doing three different yachts at the moment, hopefully a fourth in, in January. But this is a new world. So it keeps me on my, my toes. There was a lot, lot to learn in the, in the, well, there still is every day I'm learning. And every week I go to, to France to the shipyard and see how the progress of the construction is going with the yacht we're doing there. And every, every, every week I'm there and I'm asking all the questions to the engineers and seeing everything and seeing how everything is being built differently on the yacht. So the yachts are very exciting. As well, they are, it's a different budget normally than the land project, not all of them. Uh, but in general, you have a very big budget, so there's no cap of, of the dreams of what you can do and what you can create and the materials you can use, which is very exciting. And the clients as well that we have on, on the yachts are all very fascinating. Does, um, forgive my ignorance, but um, the fit out in a yacht, mm. the material that you have to propose, is mm. it different than what you normally put in a hotel? or? Or is there certain restrictions and when, uh, how is it? it there is cer certain restrictions, but not that much, to be honest. Uh, it's not that different because it's very big yachts. They can take a lot of load, a lot of weight. Because okay. at the beginning we were very concerned about the weight and the balance of the yacht. Yeah, you, you, can, you have to somehow consider it, but it's not to that extent that we actually thought. So you can do a full marble bathroom, walls and floors and vanities, etc. It can handle the, the weight. So it, it's not that, that different to that extent. It's more the build-up of, of the walls and build-up because it's all steel structure rather than whatever normal construction for, for yeah. residential or for a hotel, etc. So it's, it's those kind of things and, and the wiring, how everything that happens be behind the mechanical work, AV, AC, etc. All of this that is different to a residential. Maybe, maybe this may sound like a stupid question that I'm going to mm. ask you. And I want to <laughs> say before I say it, and then you look at me like what you're asking me. Do value engineering exist in yacht business? It does. Every client is different. Every client has a budget to work towards. There are people that is endlessly rich, but it's, a, it's again about the, what they want to spend, their expectations of what they want to spend. So value engineering, yes, to some extent, it, it exists, absolutely, but maybe it's less than, than a land project. Because the yacht is, it is more of a toy, not for everybody, but it's a bit of a toy, it's a bit of a show-off. They don't mind spending the money there where all the friends and guests and everything can, can, see, can see the beauty. The residential project, etc., might be a bit more private, Mm -hmm. So maybe they don't spend the same, and, and from the hospitality world, of course, it's it's very different. So it's it's incredible when you describe the the design of a yacht, and uh, obviously, you know, I mean, and, um, I was surprised to hear that there is also you know consciousness about budget, you know, value engineering, and so forth, because you're always thinking about these people that have got incredible wealth, and yeah. um, 
you know, and they've got these wonderful toys, their boats. Uh, but I'm curious of one thing. How did the name Njord by Bergman come about? So Njord in the old Scandinavian mythology is, is the ruler of, of the sea and the, the wind, the water and the wind. Right. So that is where we, we got the Njord from. Very inspired <laughs> by your, your roots. <laughs> yeah, very much. On that. Now, uh, during COVID, mm. you know, is, um, has, uh, have you guys uh, spent time thinking during COVID, rethinking things that since you started Bergman Design House, you know, I mean, maybe not quite as you wanted, you know, I mean, uh, what guys have you done differently? I think COVID was the catalyst to think a bit differently. A lot of things happened organically, as Njord, for example, because of our current clients spending more time on their yachts. Um, so they started seeing how things were not working, spending a week in, in south of France or, or wherever they were spending shorter period of times to actually living on the yacht. And that is how they came to us and they're like, look, circulation is not working, the lighting is awful, there's no storage for anything because they used to be for one week, now they're spending months on the yacht. So quite organically, we started getting this request from our clients. Hence, we said, OK, let's set up a department separate to Bergman that only focus on the yachts. So that's how Njord came, came about. <coughs> and then as well, starting seeing different streams of, of job opportunities. Because now we have the, the hospitality sector, the residential sector, the yacht sector. The furniture was something else that we started to consider. Because there was a lot of people as well, because of the COVID situation, spending more time at home. So they spend more money in furniture and in arts because they cannot travel. So suddenly we got a lot of requests about the furniture we're using in our projects. Or where is that from? And it's like, oh, it's a bespoke piece from us. And then that developed to our now furniture line, the Blackbird collection that we're launching in January. So a lot of things that happened thanks to COVID. So it wasn't all, all bad, to be honest. Wow. <coughs> so COVID really gave you a, a boost of creative thinking over and above the, the normal one to go yeah. expand the business. I think, I think you, you had to. I think the, that was, it kind of like, it forced you to, to think a bit uh, differently. And, and as well, people thought a bit differently because of it. Spending more time at home, maybe things is not working. Maybe we should change something. And we were lucky. We were living and our office in the same building as where we live. Mm -hmm. So we were the whole lockdown still working from the office. So we never stopped working. So we were full on with all our clients. The hospitality side of things, for them it was the great opportunity to get as much done as possible because people were not staying in the hotels. So as some, we had maybe a bit less of residential work, but the hospitality work that we were doing was like full on. A lot of um, you hearing and seeing and reading a lot about experiential travel and everybody tried to put a brand to everything. Mm. My question to you is, you know, I mean, uh, is something that you guys do at Bergman? You know, branding also, not only designing things, but branding the design of the place, you know, giving a vision. Do you get asked to do that? So somehow it goes hand in hand, I think, with the interior design. Um, depends on the clients as well, depends on the operator. Some have very strict guidelines and they really know what they're following. Other projects that we're doing, there might be some new hoteliers that are opening new hotels that we're working on. 
that lack the experience. And of course, we've done it for many, many years. So of course, we give them an, a helping hand with branding, where to place themselves in the market, et cetera, et cetera. So you, it goes very much hand in hand, I think. The hospitality industry, you know, talking in the, in the subject <coughs> of branding, mm. they are coming up with so many lifestyle brands, yeah. uh, lifestyle hotels. And uh, what's your thought on that? I like lifestyle. I think lifestyle focus again more on the experience than the actual product. And we hear that a lot lately, but I think that is very much part of the future of traveling. You, you travel to, to different hotels or different places because of the experience you're giving. And the lifestyle brands, it's, it's very much about this. It's not about the luxury or the glam. It's, it's about how you feel and w what you can do in the hotel, the different experience of the different areas. And we have a few of those projects we're working on, and I, I truly love them. Mary, your wife, was very critical about the current status of uh, the hotel industry in general. So you go into a hotel, you're the mm. same. There's no differentiation. There's a lot of cookie cutters out there. Yeah. So what's your views on that? Do you agree with that? Yes, to some extent. And I think maybe this is why the lifestyle brands currently is so strong. And I think the luxury brands are looking a lot at, at, at the, that experience that those are giving. And I think we will see more and more how the luxury brands adapt more of that to as well give a un unique experience to, to the guests when they come and visit. What would be your perfect, I hate to use the word uh, retirement plan, but let's <laughs> say the day that you don't work as much as you do right now or hard, like your mentor mm. when you were in photography used to say to you, you know, is uh, what would you like to be doing? I think, because we're working so much right now, <laughs> <coughs> and we will continue working this hard, but one day I would like to open a little surf shop with a little surf coffee cafe on the beach somewhere and just hang out with the surfers and that really chilled, calm lifestyle I think that, that is my dream, like after all this madness, one day it's just going to stop and I'm just going to sit there and drink coffee, see the surfers, hang on the beach and just chill and take it easy. Why surfing club and the surfers? I don't know, it's just something with that whole surfing, calm vibe. It, it's inspired me since forever, since I was very young. I've done a bit of surfing myself and I just, the, the whole lifestyle, everything is, everything is easy. It's no problems. As long as there is waves, everybody is happy. There's no manic deadlines or <laughs> everything that is happening at the moment with all our products. So once we have gone through this period of life, somewhere we're just going to settle down on a beach and what take it easy. What would be the perfect location? Can be Hawaii. I like Hawaii. It's beautiful. It's very nice. I love the nature there. It's really, it's very calm. It's very clean. It's very beautiful. So that could definitely be one of the places. Wow. What Let's would you call it? Bergman surf something. <laughs> <laughs> we will see how Bergman involves. I'm curious, I'm curious. You guys do so well. You know, mm. in five years you won multiple awards. Guess yeah. what? You open the surf club, you win another <laughs> award. We'll you do know, something. incredible. Yeah. Marie can open her little hotel there next to it. She can run the hotel and I can run the surf club. Well, actually, you know, I mean, uh, you introduced something very interesting that Marie introduced, you mm. know, exclusively in the podcast for the first time, the yeah. Lund brand, you know, is, uh, you know, mm. 
if you put it into through the lens of a camera, mm. what picture will represent best the Lund brand? I think it's a calm picture. It's like an escape. It has a sense of place. So if you're in the Cotswold or you're in the coast, you, you know where you are by looking at the interior, but as well of the building and the architecture to really celebrate where you are starting in, in the UK and then we'll see how it's spread across Europe. So when you go to Italy or you go to Spain. Had a fl had a friend of ours <coughs> who said, when I go to Italy, I want to stay somewhere and when I want to wake up, I want to wake up like an Italian. I don't want to be in a hotel, luxury hotel with marble and I could be anywhere in the world. When I am in Italy, I want to wake up like an Italian and feel like I'm in Italy. I think this is what we're trying to do, give that sense of place. So if you're on the, on the coast in the UK, when you wake up and you look out that window and you see the coast and you see the interior and the whole experience kind of like all comes together, or if that is in the Cotswold or Spain, France, wherever, we'll see how it expands. But this is what we're focusing on, but giving that experience, but it's kind of like a calm, a calm escape. So on the top of the White Mountains, hmm. You know, with a lovely flat wise no. What message would you write in there? Work hard, play hard. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you still you're not in the mood for surfing club yet, you know. We're not there you're yet. Still on fire. You're We're still not on there fire. yet. No, no, there's many years to come. One day that will be the plan. Now we're embracing, we're loving what we're doing. It's so exciting. Every day is a challenge. Every day is exciting. We wake up happy to go to work working on our projects with our clients. This is what inspires us at the moment. It's absolute madness. There's so much work, it's bananas, but we love it. One day, many years from now, then we're gonna settle down and relax. So if I put you in a beautiful house, just you and Marie, your wife, and food, drinks, everything is there. We close you inside the, say, one week. Just do some thinking. You know, don't think about nothing else. Business is taken care of. Your daughter fully look after. No problem. The dog also, your beautiful dog also taken care. On the same spirit, during COVID, you mm. do what the thinking, and that thinking produced amazing thing because you know you expanded the business, mm. creative segment, and that. What do you think after one week? I think our own hotels is the next chapter that we look forward to. I'm sure some planning would go towards that. Uh, I think that is the next uh, big step. Um, and to be honest, I'm sure something else would happen during that week as well. <laughs> Do you think uh, your super yacht brand? Super yacht is very exciting and it's going extremely well. I think that will become as an equally big part of Bergman as our hotels and our residential. We love doing the yachts and it is growing and we're getting more and more connections and more and more inquiries and, it, and we love it. It is exciting. It's already here. It is part of Bergman and it's part of Bergman to, to stay with, uh, with Bergman. So that, that is definitely going to keep uh, running. We really love it. After a week, I'm just in my wildest imagination, trying to, to think like what the, what will be next. We have the furniture line coming. We have the Airbnbs. The hotel is the next thing we will we will focus on. So probably a, a plan of how to make that happen in the next years. 
after half an hour I'm talking to you, I feel like I've been in a meditation, <laughs> you know, very calm. But let me ask you a killer question. <laughs> what upsets you? Not a lot of things uh, upset me. And if it do, I kind of like, I keep it in the inside. I'm always that calm uh, person, at least on the, on the outside. That's a beautiful way to conclude. I chatted. I could <laughs> carry on forever. Yeah, I mean, thank you very much. It's thank been you. a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.